Beloved, this is the hour before the wedding. This is where we're at in history as we begin to move towards the Lord's return. It is the hour before the wedding. I use this analogy a lot in the Romans 911 teachings, but when the bride walks down the aisle, she's just beautiful and all the glory is upon her. But the hour before, beloved, this is where we're at. So often, the hour before a wedding, it's a mess. There's last minute panic. And the body is a mess. We must be honest with ourselves. Take, like Nehemiah wanting to rebuild the walls, take an honest look at where the body is because the Father, if we look at John 17 as a pattern for the glory to come, if the Father needs love and unity to send the fullness of His glory. And I think we could see that pattern uh, throughout Yeshua's heart cry prayer in 17, John 17. Then we must take an, a real honest look at where the church is so that love and unity can be rebuilt in us. Remember, beloved, judgment begins in the house first. And as these shakings have begun, it's not only in the world, it's in the church. Uh, religion is being shaken. The world is being shaken. What did Yeshua say? Beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And these are the things I believe the Lord is going after to expose them so that the ecclesia, the body, may arise during this hour. So here we are, the hour before the wedding. And you know, we've spent the last several podcasts at the beginning and of launching and introducing the Romans 911 project. We've kind of spent many of the sessions sort of introducing the whole message, laying the foundation for it. Now we're going to begin to go deeper and we're starting a, a new series based around the hour before the wedding. So before I begin these sessions, please allow me to address these issues of separation and disconnection in the body because they're delicate. So the reason for talking about them and delving into them at the beginning, now we've, we've kind of laid the foundation and, and introduced the whole concept of Romans 911, is that these issues need to be brought into the light, beloved, so that we can properly deal with them. There's no condemnation in Yeshua, but if these influences are affecting us, shouldn't we want to take a deeper look at them? And they must also lay the foundation for us to accept and more readily embrace this reconnection message, which is so needed as a result of many of these obstacles and issues that are in the body that need to be removed. But 
simply put, there's just so much for us to gain from this reconnection message that far outweighs anything else. And to delve into these issues adequately, I need to be very open, honest, and direct. I need to share my thoughts and heart as a Jewish believer from the Messianic perspective regarding how Jews and Gentiles have been impacted as a spiritual family. And so in these next several podcasts, I do ask you for the liberty and the love to express myself from this viewpoint in the hope of helping those of us from the Gentile side of the family, God's children from the nations, to more fully understand and grasp these most sensitive, delicate issues. In a sense, we need to dig up the past to unravel it and break off any negative influences that might still be upon us, actually, that the enemy has sowed into us that really, at this point, need to be exposed so they can be removed. I really believe this is the Father's plan to plow in our hearts and minds and remove anything that is not of the Lord so that we can get a fresher, cleaner download to move into this time and be properly prepared as the bride of Mashiach, the bride of Christ. This is my goal in helping us to realize and fulfill our destinies during these last days. And my hope and prayer is that you will take this journey with me and walk with me through many of these issues and begin to identify them more clearly and learn how they've actually affected us and how the devil is still using them against us, against God's family. Beloved, it is time for the enemy and his craftiness to be fully exposed. And it's important to point out that we are not complete as a body. The church is not complete. Israel is not complete until the broken off branches. These are Jewish souls yet to be saved, both from the Orthodox and secular communities, until they are restored and the full harvest from the nations has come in. This is what we're talking about here. This is the chapter that is opening. This is the door, the gateway, the passageway the Lord is beginning to lay before us for the last great harvest, for the end time power, and for Israel's salvation. But none of this, beloved, is going to come without our involvement, without agreement from the earth going up to heaven, that heaven's power would be released. This is the final mystery in the family that the Apostle Paul wrote about in Romans 11, 25, that we are not to be ignorant about. And this restoration, reconnection, and realignment will complete the family and ready us for the Lord's coming. So, beloved, be 
because of the sensitives and delicacies of these issues, we will be playing this introduction before each of the teachings. So if you've heard it once or twice, please feel free just to fast forward. Beloved, we are continuing our discussion on generational anti-Semitism and its influences, as well as getting a deeper understanding of how these things can travel through the generations. And in this process, I really believe that we need to gain a deeper understanding of how this actually works. How is the enemy able to, to uh, operate in this manner? And let me say this about the strongholds of the enemy and how they function. The devil, I believe, has free reign to exploit any type of disobedience or sinful behavior that is outside the grace and protection of God. Demons or spirits can attach themselves in such instances. The greater the opening people invite to that sin in their hearts, the greater the spiritual influence over them. And you know, you can sense this corporately sometimes when entering an area of a country or a city that has been given over to a particular sin. The demonic influence can be seen and felt all around in how people are acting and expressing things. Some influences are obviously more subtle than others, but the principle is the same here. And there is no greater sin influence through the centuries, through thousands of years than generational anti-Semitism through the bloodline, even more than racism, because it has remained mostly undetected for hundreds of generations. And this is one of the main reasons why much of our eschatology in the church is out of balance and especially disconnected regarding Israel. It's because of these negative influences that are still at play. And the devil has prayed, I believe, over our generational bloodlines and our separation issues. If he can divide us, he conquers, right? And we really need to take a, a, a much deeper look as the Lord looks to rebuild John 17, love and unity in the family of God, in the ecclesia. We really need to take a deeper look at these divisions and especially those of us watchmen really begin to pray and intercede that these walls of division and separation would be brought down through the love of Mashiach, the love of Christ. And through most of the church age, the enemy's erroneous influence over us against the Jewish people has really gone undetected mainly up until this time especially regarding God's end time plans to restore Israel through us and how we are actually now connected back to them. Remember, beloved, God's children from the nations 
are grafted into the olive tree of Israel to become one with them, to share with them. And of course, now that they're awakening, their restoration to that part of the olive tree within the context of God's family and the one you man now becomes significant to us to recognize, but also to love and fully support. Scripture tells us, just as you were at one time disobedient to God, have now received mercy as a result of their disobedience, so they too have now become disobedient in order that they too may now receive mercy as a result of God's mercy to you. That sounds pretty evangelistic to me, don't you think? And so if the church is the chosen vessel, this is both believing Jew and believing Gentile. If the church is the chosen vessel by the Father to breathe back this mercy and salvation to the Jewish people, and the enemy can prevent this from happening, then he can remain in control, right? Of course, we know that all things are ultimately under God's control and sovereignty. But we also know that the devil never gives up without a fight. The enemy's influence, therefore, must be discerned here and fully exposed and then brought down in this critical era of unity in the family of God and the one you man, obviously through prayer and intercession and then in love in the natural. Beloved, there is perhaps no fiercer battle to be fought than the one surrounding Israel's awakening and the church's realignment with it. The last great revival, the harvest of souls that are still yet to come, that will ultimately lead us to the Lord's return. And all of this are all of these issues are crucially linked together in an end time focus for the ecclesia, the church, that's different from what prior generations have understood. Remember Ephesians 3, that how the God brings family, the principle of, of bringing family mysteries, unveiling family mysteries, was how the Gentiles came in, remember, was hidden from the Jews. And most of this revelation and understanding has been hidden during the church age. And this is, of course, a natural outflow from the heart of the Father and Yeshua, our precious Jesus, for all of his family to be saved and for us to be reunited for the gospel to be proclaimed to the Jew first and then to the nations. Beloved, there's an adjustment and modification coming now that we must open our eyes to as Israel not just awakens back physically to the land, but as the Jewish people begin to come into salvation. Next week, we'll drill down further on this issue and we will discuss actually how this deception occurred. But until then, beloved, 
May the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end. <laughs>